0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode
1: of Debbins On Demand. Uh, I'm Chris Debbins, joined here by my fiance, Arielle. Hello. We really need to start taking more vacation. Not just us. But well, us. Well too. also us. Also I us. think
2: I think also us.
1: Also us too. But like in general, people in this country just don't take enough vacation. And I think we all really kind of know that. Uh, but the actual statistics make it really just like, whoa, uh the average US worker took fewer than twelve days of vacation in 2021, which by comparison is six less days than the global average. That's pathetic.
2: Yeah. That that doesn't surprise me actually. I worked at a global company for like the past three and a half years and the Americans constantly took so much less vacation time my European counterparts would be like alright I'm gonna go take a two week vacation now bye They'd be like I didn't know two week vacations were allowed
1: all the time like several times a year they would do that
2: maybe twice
1: oh that's phenomenal there's a have reason your like winter
2: holiday and your summer holiday
1: oh why don't we all do that there's a reason that their life expectancy is higher despite them smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day for breakfast yeah like it's absurd like if you ever go there stress start, kills they're constantly smoking <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever on their deathbed been like, I wish I worked more, right?
2: I guess I haven't actually encountered that many people on their deathbed. <laughs>
1: to be fair, I haven't either now now that I think of it. Um, <laughs> it does make you think though, like what are some bucket list items like on your deathbed? What are some things that you actually hope you have done? Do you have some things in mind? Do you have like an actual... I don't have an actual bucket list. So have you thought about this at all?
2: I definitely want to make it to most of the continents i'm saying most because like if i don't make it to antarctica i don't think i'm gonna cry about it
1: but does that mean you'd like to go to antarctica sounds like you won't be upset but is um, it a bonus if you do because you don't like the winter. You
2: know. honestly probably not so i think i think antarctica is just kind of, and i don't really like science and i think that's like the thing you do there
1: <laughs> like, you can make snow angels i think right
2: i don't know but you can do that in rochester in the winter too i
1: guess that's true so they have good um penguins
2: they have good penguins in Hawaii. Fun fact. They Oh, they do? Yeah. Tropical penguins. You've
1: also been saying for years that you've wanted to get a pet polar bear. Yes. That would be the spot. I have also countered by saying that you'd probably be the pet.
2: Right. In yeah, that yeah. situation. And the food.
1: And the food. Yeah. You wouldn't be the pet for very long. Is that the only thing on your list? Or do you have anything else that you'd like to get done? I have an actual bucket list.
2: Let's hear about your bucket list.
1: It's like Actually, I pulled it out. I wanted to talk about this. Um... I haven't gotten to... I mean, most of these. There's only one thing checked off on this list. Um, I'd like to someday fly first class. I'm talking, like, first class, like, international, where they come by and they're, like, more champagne, Mr. Devins, yeah, Yeah, and like, and
2: I'm, like, like, Emirates, where you can, like, yes. lie back and...
1: Oh, my gosh. As someone who is... In the like, pods. Yes. I'm, like, 6'2", so being on a plane, legroom, like, that's a dream to be able to, like, actually spread out. and oh. And I know you fly... Like, you can sleep on an overnight flight pretty well. Yeah. I think for the rest of us mortals, it's not as, you know, it's, it's not, it's not as easy. Um, I would like to be an extra in a zombie movie. I think that'd be, I want to be eaten.
2: That's so specific.
1: I know, but doesn't it look fun?
2: I don't watch zombie movies. I would,
1: well, yeah, I guess I don't watch a ton anymore either, but I also, I would settle to for like being a, someone who gets shot in a movie, like mm. man shot, num- number three man who gets shot. You know, I just think the, like dealing with the makeup, and like the blood splatter would be like a fun experience.
2: Yeah. I feel like so when I used to live in Boston and, and spent some time in New York and stuff, they always have, well, not always, but they often have like filmings going on on sidewalks where like people will sort of like, yeah, you kind of walk past it. And I've wondered, I'm like, have I ever made an appearance in oh. like some random would movie? You,
1: how freaky would that be if you're watching a movie and you're like, that's me.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I had a friend who was, in, uh, was a paid extra for a while in New York, and I think she got paid like 200 bucks per thing. It was like some, for like the amount of work, it was a pretty good deal. And they would just call her and be like, hey, we need you to be a woman. That and sounds awesome. Woman in the background, number nine. And she was like, great. It's like 200 and then you bucks get, or something. in
2: that kind of extra role, you get actually billed. Because I've noticed, like, as the credits, like, roll, it's always like, woman one, woman two.
1: Yeah. And then you're woman actually- Woman
2: three. Banker to the left.
1: Banker to to the right. Also on the list, I'd like to see the Northern Lights. I went to Iceland about five years ago. Didn't see them. They didn't want to come out to play for me. That's rude. Felt like I missed out. That was like half the reason I went there. I'd like to be, I'd like to visit a place up north where it's sunny all day long. Like I've heard of uh, like Finland or one of those countries around the the summer solstice Mm -hmm. where like you can like, people mow their lawn at like two in the morning.
2: You hate mowing the lawn.
1: I do, and I, can't I also hate, that's
2: the thing you came up with. I know,
1: and I also hate being up at two in the morning. But I just <laughs> I just find it being an, like an interesting thing that you could just be like outside tanning and it's like, oh, look I at mean, that. That sounds 3:30. like my
2: dream. I hate sleep and I love the sun.
1: That's true. Um, I would like to drive on the Autobahn. And I mean there's a lot but a bunch of other things in here, but we'll stop also with uh I'd like to become fluent in a second language. I think that'd be really cool. It takes a lot of work, but I think it'd be really cool to be like like fluent, fluent. I know bits and pieces of a bunch of languages but like nowhere near fluent
2: what do you consider fluent
1: like we can well like conversationally fluent okay. where like i'm not thinking uh like with my spanish like i have to like translate actively yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm it's like so rusty i was at a point where i was able to like talk with people but i still had to like think of a sentence before i said so it. so
2: like not yeah not translate in your head that yeah, makes exactly
1: sense. exactly um this really saddens me by the way did you see the news that new york city canceled snow days He did I'm sorry, New York City schools. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I guess kind of the city.
1: I guess that's true. Like, I mean, if you... Do like, adults
2: get snow days?
1: Sometimes. Kind of. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I guess yeah, snow emergencies are a thing.
1: Right. Although in my industry prior to COVID, when we could all do stuff, work from home, all of the on-air staff at the radio station, even if it was like like emergency snow bands, they would always say you have to come in. And like I, there's a, a couple of times where I walked into work. Uh, which took me like an hour and a half because they're like, you need to be here, you yeah. know, to like do updates on the air and stuff like that. But they canceled snow days for kids. And instead, students are just going to do online learning those days. Uh, I hate that. I know we're snow days. There, There's few. There are few good things like really good advantages of living in a cold, desolate climate like we do. Uh, I mean, we're in Rochester, New York. So we've got a lot of snow, uh, a lot of the year um more than new york city but new york city is very similar weather it's chilly as hell you know in the winter and it sucks um i have so many good memories of snow days as a kid too yeah do you do you yeah yeah? my mom would always uh tell us by like she wouldn't wake us up uh for school she would just like leave a little note that said like snow day smiley face and i have these memories They're truly of just like pure joy of waking up after, you know, getting a full night rest, looking over and seeing this little smiley face with the note from my mom.
2: Oh, that's so cute. You know,
1: And kids now are getting robbed of that.
2: Yeah. It just, I feel like there was also a whole culture around the snow day. Like you'd wear your pajamas inside out the night before. What? Yeah. No, it was a thing. If you wore your pajamas inside out the night before, it supposedly like made it so you'd have the snow day. It definitely didn't work because I'm pretty sure I just wore inside out pajamas for like an entire winter. <laughs> but...
1: I've never heard that before. Well, oh, it was such a thing. Were there other tricks?
2: I don't know. I think that was, the, that was the one. But it was like, I don't know. People got like all excited about it. Yeah. But I do remember, I think I was in fifth grade, there was a crazy ice storm. Oh, yeah. And everyone lost power for ages, like in, including the schools. Oh. So we, at my mom's house lit the, like kept the fireplace going because there was no heat. And we all camped out in like sleeping bags in the living room.
1: Oh, that's so fun. And just
2: like played board games and like ate by the candlelight. And I'm sure we yes. ate like super weird meals. And I don't remember what that was. At some point, some neighborhoods started getting power back and we still hadn't. So we ended up moving in with friends. Mm-hmm. And then that was also super fun because then we were just having like an, our entire families were having like slumber parties. I love that. But I think we were out of school for like 10 days. <sighs>
1: I wonder if I guess power is a factor. You can't do remote learning without power. So Yeah, that's you know, true. So
2: in that case they would still be
1: Right. I wonder if the schools will will say, like, okay, it's a snow day, but we realize that you're out of power and conserve energy, you know? Or we'll do it well, for if the
2: power's down the internet's not working.
1: Oh, that's right. You can't even hop on. Yeah, you can, I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess that's true. You could just say your power's so out. So now they're
2: just gonna have power out days.
1: Power out days,
2: like the blackout of what was that, like two thousand in New York, where the whole city lost power.
1: Or was that a thing? There's,
2: yeah, there is a lot of fun, like tv show episodes about it.
1: I've never TVs heard of the this 90s. before.
2: Ugh, okay, we'll watch the Friends episode later.
1: The big thing in Buffalo was when I was in high school. We had um, it was it's it's called uh, referred to as the October Surprise because we had this big snowstorm in October in two thousand and six. And it was so bad because the trees still had the leaves on them. Mm. So, like, the ice and the snow, like, brought them down. And we were out of Yikes. power and out of school for, like, two weeks. It was kind of nuts. Oof. Um, But I had a great time. Looking back at that now, I'm thinking, as an adult, like, when you think of, like, the problems that go with that. Like, I'm sure my parents don't have fond memories of being without power for that Well, that's
2: long. how I'm sure that ice storm was, too. Right. Like, I'm sure all the food, that, like, you can only keep the fridge tape shut for so long. Right. Like, things still spoiled. I'm sure that there was oh, damage. Yeah. Although, like...
1: Quick thought, though. Can't you just put stuff in the garage or outside that's cold? It's like a freezer. Probably, I guess. You know, in theory. But still. But still, I I get it. As a
2: homeowner, losing power for that long probably
1: sucks. You and I lost power last winter, and we were out of power for like 45 minutes, and you and I were under a blanket, like, freaking out.
2: Yes, that did happen. It was like
1: 45 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pathetic. (laughs) What is the longest that you have ever waited in line for something? Can you think back...
2: Something that's not like an airport.
1: That counts. How long have you waited in line for, uh, for like security or something like that? You have a, um, a record?
2: Yeah. I think the worst ever was, I guess it was the last time I went to Israel. Okay. Um, Every line that day was so slow, but it took me almost three hours to get through security to get on my flight in oh. Tel Aviv. And then I also had like the worst experience on the way back in, I was flying through New York city. And you know, when you fly internationally, but you have a layover, mm-hmm. you have to go through customs wherever you land and then right. go back through security to check back onto your flight. Ugh. And everything was so delayed, I ended up like missing my flight. Cause I think the, yeah, we we landed late and the lines were crazy. And then it took forever to do all of that.
1: When you're in security for that long, you can't get out to pee. Can you?
2: No, they don't. But there were yeah. people like, I remember there was this like big group in front of me who were clearly on like a, a trip, which might've been part of why security was taking so long. So yeah. they all had like their little like cute lanyards and whatever. Um, and definitely people were like cutting out a line to like go, like probably go to the bathroom or like they'd come back with like food from like the, whatever. And then like they we were in line for so long. Everyone was just sitting on their big, like massive duffel
1: suitcases as long as that is, that does not actually compare, though, to the long, the amount of uh, time people have been waiting for or were waiting to see Queen Elizabeth's casket. 13 oh my God, hours. Yeah. Uh, even celebrities waited like 13 hours. That's what David Beckham was saying. 13 hours? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand respect. And, you know, especially if you're, uh, you know, a British citizen, like that's something that we don't really fully grasp. Right. 13 hours.
2: Yeah. I'm not waiting
1: in line to see like a relative for 13 hours Mm-mm. i'm sorry like if my like when my parents pass away like if there is like that long of a line they would understand i'm sure they'd be like all right come back you know yeah so no, 13 a, hours yeah. is
2: crazy oh you know when else i waited in line for almost three hours or probably around three hours what's that when i was in austin and we wanted to go to franklin's barbecue but it
1: was just like a famous barbecue yeah it's a famous barbecue bar- spot barbecuery. and
2: we like brought um cans of hard seltzer and stuff. People had folding chairs, like it was like a basically a tailgate, but you waited oh, that for that sounds fun hours.
1: That sounds actually kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you can okay, so that's that's the question. Did people in line for the No on the Queen? You're not gonna tailgate that actually. I don't not think that,
2: people were tailgating no, but I think people did bring folding chairs and stuff. Yeah, I was watching sense. some of the footage of the queues.
1: Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stand for 13 hours, which is pathetic. But no one should. Nobody should. The closest I've ever gotten to that was I used to be a cashier. Uh, at tops. And you're standing for like eight hours. But you still get a break in between that. The longest I think that I've ever waited in line that I can remember was when the book of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire came out. Ooh. I was like eight, maybe. I think this was 2000. We waited in line. Now I I'll have to fact check this fact check this with my parents because I feel like time is distorted when you're a kid. I remember like two hours. It was probably twenty minutes. But it felt like two hours. No, it was probably longer. It, I feel
2: like people really I never did, but people really waited for those.
1: It was a it was a midnight release. Yeah. Where we went to uh the store which is now gone, but it was big in the Buffalo area where I grew up called Media Play. And uh and it was also like a fun experience because like you're not really allowed did to. Did you be dress out.
2: up as a wizard?
1: I'm not gonna tell you. Maybe,
2: you're maybe, not gonna tell me. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But we don't have secrets in this relationship from or, each or other the, or all of our listeners. Or on
1: this podcast. The truth is, is that I am ashamed to say I did not. Ugh. And looking back, I feel like it was a missed opportunity because now I'd love to dress up like a wizard. And I feel like I don't have many opportunities to I do think that.
2: any day is an opportunity to dress up as a wizard.
1: I'm sorry. You're the one who tells me I shouldn't wear a Navy hoodie with black jeans. And you're going to be okay with me wearing a cloak and like a Gryffindor scarf?
2: I'd, Yeah, actually. I'd prefer you wear a cloak and a Gryffindor scarf. Uh, scarf than those pants you wore out of the house the other day that were like gray striped and looked like an elephant's pant- legs.
1: Those are so comfortable. <laughs> those are so comfortable.
2: All right. We'll let the jury decide.
1: Yeah, we will. Uh, speaking of fashion, I, I just want to quickly point something out here. If you are like me, if you're listening and you're like me and you consistently wear socks with sandals, Oof. I'm a big socks sandals guy because i like how comfortable it is uh but people still often will call me out for it the website life hacker says that that fashion rule is outdated so go ahead and live your your best socks and sandal life Ha! (laughs) i feel very validated why why should i have to choose between the comfort of wearing socks indoors and the convenience of slipping on sandals to go outside really quick why do i have to choose because people are like oh why are you wearing socks because i don't want to be my toes get cold. Anywho, I feel very validated. I need to point that out. Uh-huh. This time of year, uh, you start to really see people decorate their house for Halloween. And unfortunately for Christmas too, like really early, uh, some people, but some of the decor, can Way we just, early for Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, there are some Chris, there are some Christmas decorations out already at places around Rochester, yeah. which is absurd. That's like decorating for Easter in January. Um, But when it comes to the Halloween decorations, can we just like, some people almost need to have, we almost need to have a podcast intervention for, for some people. Yeah. We were, so you and I were at my, in my parents' neighborhood, um, recently. And there's somebody that lives on their street that has like a a 12 foot skeleton in their front yard. so
2: scary. No one needs that.
1: It goes, I think it goes above their first floor. Yeah. They also had like a life-size clown. Yeah. On their porch. Was there blood dripping from his mouth? Or I don't did I know. just add that afterwards in my brain? It was scary regardless. It was regardless.
2: scary. It was a scary clown.
1: I turned to you and I said, you're not going to like this. And you were like, yeah, I don't like that. As we were like walking around. I absolutely around. don't like
2: it. But I think it actually bothered me less than later in that walk where we passed someone's house and they had a sign that said, it's always Halloween. Let's
1: well, just factually and in I inaccurate. Just, I have
2: not been able to get that out of my head.
1: <laughs> like, it's, just, it's actually just not true. It's
2: just not true. And I want to ask them. Well, like, okay, here's the question. Do they have it out all Mm -hmm. year round? Do Um, they believe it is always Halloween? Or do they only put it out for the season of Halloween, in which case they know it is not always Halloween? And they are still choosing to falsely advertise.
1: Is it possible? Let's just throw so this out there. Is it possible they actually are stuck in some sort of weird like time loop? Well,
2: that's what I mean. If it's yeah. out all the time, yeah.
1: And we should like actually help them because like they they're stuck in this cycle where it's always Halloween yeah, for them. Day. Yeah, this is like a, a cry for help. By the way, if there's any holiday, what's the worst holiday to be stuck in all year round? I think holiday hol- or Halloween's hol- probably Hall- the worst. Hall- Halloween's pretty bad. I hate Halloween. I, I mean, I love no. I, see, I love the Halloween season. I know you don't like it at all, uh, but I do feel like that's got to be traumatic if every day yeah you're seeing like people in costumes and you're just giving out candy too by the way what that's chore that you have to do
2: to be fair i do think being stuck in any holiday like the reason holidays feel special is because they're special like they're not every day sure so if you got if you lived in a holiday all the time it would just be life
1: halloween town is that a movie
2: Probably, I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay. But Halloween still sounds like the worst. Like, I'm just saying, like, I know you love Christmas. I do. If it's literally Christmas every single day, then at some point, doesn't that just start to, like, lose its, like, sparkle a little bit? Yeah, I think there's been at
1: least 57 Hallmark movies about it being Christmas every day, where someone's like, I wish it was Christmas every day. And then they-
2: My Christmas movie repertoire is pretty limited, having grown up without Christmas.
1: That's true. And then I, when we first started dating, you mentioned to me that you wanted to- watch some Christmas movies because you had never seen any.
2: I've seen some. Well, Elf. Elf was a okay, big part of my seen, childhood. You had
1: seen Elf, but you hadn't seen a lot of them. You were like, yeah, we should have like a Love Christmas. Actually. Okay, yeah. Um, but I showed you, what did I show you? I showed you Christmas Vacation and I showed you the Santa Claus and you were like, I'm out. I'm out. You weren't interested. No. You're like, no, it's just too much for you. Um, The Christmas decorations also, some of them, some people, you, you can't say anything, but... Sometimes it just goes a little bit much. The same neighborhood, my parents' neighborhood, um, they go bonkers for Christmas. So much so that, in a good way, I mean, people, they make money. It's like a charity thing where they actually kind of like, almost like advertise, like, come watch the lights and like, you know, drive your car through the neighborhood and they take donations. But
2: And it's honestly beautiful. Most of the most houses. Most of the houses.
1: There's one house that I'd like to have a discussion with them. You thought the 12-foot skeleton was crazy. They have, I think, I haven't measured... Because that would be trespassing. <laughs> uh, and I don't have a ladder big enough. It's got to be like 30, 40 feet high. This yeah. Inflatable snowman. Well, they
2: have a two-story house. Yes. And it goes above the roof. Well above.
1: Yes. And they also do the uplighting. Yeah. Which makes the monster, it makes it look like a monster. It's yes. a monster.
2: It's a monster. Is and it's it always like swaying a bit because even though it's tied down, it. I don't know, it's not... It's not
1: structurally sound. Well, here's a question for you. I'm curious what people's thoughts are on this. Um, what would you do if somebody complained about your holiday decorations? And I'm not talking about like like petty, like I just don't like them. But like if somebody's like, hey, listen, man, like my son is terrified of your clown that's dripping blood from his mouth. And it's September. This is going to be up for another month and a half minimum. Um, do you have to take it down or, or what do you say?
2: Yeah. I really don't know. Honestly, I would have been that kid. I was so afraid of like, I was so afraid of all of this. And we grew up in the era of like, you know, those masks where you like pressed a button and like the uh, blood came down them.
0: Yes. And I'm pretty sure
2: that my mom said things on my behalf to like teachers or neighbors or like found out ahead of time. Like, are you going to be scary if my kids go trick or treating? Because like, cause I, I remember being so scared at certain houses.
1: There were always, there's always, I think every street has one house. And if you don't think that there's that one house, then you're probably the house. That's like a little too scary. Yeah. There was one, again, in my parents' neighborhood, these people have now moved on. That makes it sound like they're dead. They're alive. I, I, I don't know, actually, (laughs) Uh, but they moved. Maybe they're dead now. Um, This guy, he he basically turned his house into like a haunted house. And just to kind of set the scene, there were like the strobe lights. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was the music. There was the music and there were like dead bodies on the lawn. And when you would ring the doorbell. Um, he would, you would hear a chainsaw and he would come mm. running from the back of the house with, a, uh, I I assume and hope looking back was a toy chainsaw, uh, not a, a real piece of machinery, uh, and like chase you. And then like,
2: I hate everything that's coming out of your mouth right now. Yeah.
1: Truthfully, he probably didn't give out a lot of candy because people always ran away. So maybe that was his tactic of saving money. And Interesting. from a financial standpoint, I do support it, but that's really only like, okay. Until somebody complains. Yeah. You can go too far.
2: I think that that's something that's worth complaining about. Like I could see, I guess being, I feel like if a neighbor came over and was like, Hey, my son really doesn't like this scary clown and it's going to be out for a month Mm -hmm. being like, then like go the other way. It's my house. I can put what I want on it. But I feel like if it's like, Hey, you're chasing kids with a chainsaw, maybe tone it down a little. That's not appropriate. Like that's a, pretty legitimate thing to say.
1: I, I agree. But so where do you stand though on the kid being scared about your decoration? Do you think that the kid should suck it up and hey, life is tough and there's going to be things to scare you don't look this way or do you think the, the neighbor should take the decor down?
2: Well, that's sort of what I was saying with like I definitely was that kid.
1: Yeah, but I mean like as an adult now, you know, you have a little more perspective. Do you think, uh, what do you think? The, the, do you think people should take it down if you complain or do you think we should Say, hey, suck it up.
2: I think it's worth, I think if the kid's super scared, it's worth the parent going over and having a neighborly conversation. And like, then if they decide to keep it up, Mm -hmm. you can't get that mad. But if they have it up and they don't know it's scaring anyone, then like they're definitely not in the wrong.
1: I agree with you. I think if somebody, if the parent comes and asks you, I think for the peace of the neighborhood, you take it down. But if you are the parent and your kid is, you know, upset about it, I feel like maybe you try and work through them because they're, the kid is going to come across yeah. a bunch of stuff. I
2: mean, I think it also depends, like, is it your across-the-street neighbor and it's absolutely impossible to leave your house without seeing it? Yeah. Or is it you usually drive past their house on your way home, but you technically could come down the street the other direction?
1: Sure, there's probably a lot of different ways to, to figure that out. Um, when it comes to landlords, uh, you, it's really kind of a gamble, right? Uh, I'm wondering if you think this is potentially... The winner of Best Landlord Ever. Okay. There's a woman down in Virginia. She's a landlord. She's got new tenants. Uh, Apparently, when they move in, she fully stocks their kitchen so that they don't have to worry about getting any food. She puts essentials like eggs and milk in the fridge, even non-essentials like pies. And um, she also will leave like some snacks out on the counter along with even a bottle of wine and a laundry basket full of cleaning supplies.
2: Hmm. How do you know the pies aren't poison?
1: That's a great question. I saw this on Facebook. A woman, the the woman, she posted it. And I did see the comments were turned off. Ooh, now I want to, mm. I got a message here and be like, well, how are your tenants doing? Yeah.
2: Are, are they alive? Like that's all, like, I'm like, what's she hiding? Are there bodies in the basement?
1: I like, don't think she's hiding anything. Or is it she's, just like she's good just old nice. Southern
2: southern hospitality or
1: whatever? I think she's just being nice. I think she's a no caretaker. No one's that
2: nice. I, had, I stayed
1: in an Airbnb once where it came fully stocked.
2: Airbnbs do that.
1: Well, why wouldn't a landlord do that? I don't know. Moving in sucks. Like Moving mo- in's the worst. And so if you're just a genuinely nice person and yeah. you're like, I have a couple extra bucks here and maybe I maybe I jacked up the rent a little bit, mm. so I had this on my budget. Um, you don't realize that?
2: That's fair. I think the wine and the cleaning supplies are like sound really nice to me. Something about the food, like I'm like, mm.
1: You want to eat food that was left out for you? No. At an Airbnb, you wouldn't either?
2: Not unless you- it's packaged. If an Airbnb, if I showed up to an Airbnb and they had out a pie, like my own allergies and stuff aside, I still wouldn't eat it.
1: What about an apple?
2: I would eat an apple. They
1: could inject it with a syringe full of something. That's true. I've seen Snow White. (laughs) Do they inject it with a syringe?
2: Yeah. Remember, that's the whole thing. There's a poison apple. And then it puts her into that coma and then the princess to kiss her to wake her back up.
1: Oh, that's right. And why does his kiss wake her up? Is he a doctor? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I haven't seen that in a very long time. I think there's a few
2: plot holes in that movie anyways.
1: So Probably true. Just reading this to me, I guess, yeah, I guess you bring up some, some interesting points. Uh, a little paranoid, but I, I have to agree <laughs> with them. Um, I've had landlords who like I barely had a working toilet upon arrival. I actually had a situation. I don't know. I, I do blame the landlord for this. Um, I had a situation where I was moving in and the tenants were still there.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And they were moving their stuff out. And I remember the the person, it was like a whole family packed into this really small apartment that I was moving into. Um, and I remember the guy taking his stuff off, his clothes off the closet rack. And I just put mine right on.
2: Oh, I would hate that.
1: Oh, uh, And <sighs> you got a cord. That's a coordination issue, right? Yeah. Unless they pushed All it right. and also, the landlord. The
2: landlord's supposed to like have you clean in the middle. There was no and- cleaning.
1: My mom and I and my dad yeah. did all the cleaning.
2: Oof.
1: Yeah. Way it was it was not the best thing. I
2: lived in a horrible apartment my junior year of college. First of all, just to set the scene, um, it was six girls in this house with one bathroom.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Yep. So first of all, I don't even think it was like legal for him to be renting it to that many people, but whatever, we were in college. Is there
1: a law and with there wasn't
2: I think there is something. And there was another unit above us that was five girls with one bathroom. So there were a lot of us living in one house.
1: Oh my goodness. And he had
2: renovated the basement to be two bedrooms. Okay. he'd also renovated the garage to be two bedrooms. And I lived in the basement. Mm -hmm. And um, I had windows, which was actually nice, like, Mm -hmm. because basement units often don't. Sure. But the windows didn't, like, weren't sealed. Okay. So it literally snowed on my bed one night. And then the landlord wouldn't do anything about it. So I had like, and the only duct tape I had in the house because we were in college was this like hot pink zebra print duct tape that we'd oh, used for like an yes. ABC party. Like, you know what an ABC party I, is? Yes,
1: anything but clothes. Yeah,
2: so I'd worn this duct tape as a dress. And it was the only- To your
1: skin? Directly no, no, to your no, skin? No, you,
2: no, We did, um, we used big trash bags. Oh, anyways, like, okay, we can get into to, that later. one way to get the but hair off your body. it was the only, anyways, it was the only tape that I had. And we literally duct taped my window shut. And I had this tape like, I moved out with the tape still on, and like told the people who were moving in, I was like, "By the way, like don't take the zebra tape off unless the landlord fixes the window."
1: That's an insulation issue as well. I mean, like they're gonna lose power, like heat. Oh, everything was. There were ants. There were
2: rats. There was a hole in another window because one of my roommates punched it, and then they didn't fix it right away. What? Yeah.
1: What? Aren't you glad to be past that?
2: So happy.
1: Here is uh, a random fact. We always like to end with one of these on Devin's On Demand. You know how tennis players, usually, like, professional tennis players, they're, like, grunting. They're, like, Hua! Hua! Yeah.
2: You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Andy, no, you want
1: to keep doing it? Ah!
2: I really would rather you didn't, right. yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> apparently, that's on purpose. They're not just, like, really excited and aggressive. Uh, if you grunt when you hit a tennis ball, your shot is approximately 3.8% faster, according to a study.
2: Well, I apologize to everyone else who's playing tennis at Cobb's Hill with us next time we're there because I don't currently grunt when I play tennis, but maybe it'll make me better.
1: going to be a lot of ha, ha, ha,
2: ha. all right.
1: On that note. All right. Anyways, uh, another <laughs> Devin's on demand for you. We post these every uh, Thursday evening. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?